Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The lights are out. The game is over. But we're just getting started. He got it! It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up. On the Bay Area Sports Station, 95.7, The Game. All right, Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Warriors win tonight, 117-107 to over the Phoenix Suns. We welcome you into the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena. John Dickinson with you after the Warriors beat Phoenix for the 14th consecutive time head-to-head. 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. That's the phone number to participate in the program and lots to discuss uh, as the Warriors win their second in a row after dropping the three previous games. Warriors snapping their three-game losing streak in Sacramento last night, and they come back after trailing by 14 in the first half tonight to actually have a 21-point lead in the second half uh, before the Suns would uh, put some... They'd put a little uh, garbage time hurting on the Warriors to make it look a little bit closer than this game actually wound up being once the Warriors were engaged. It was a good night for the three All-Stars, plus Quinn Cook, plus a rookie in Jordan Bell for the Golden State Warriors. Kevin Durant, 29-11-8. and Uh, 29 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists for Kevin Durant on 12 of 19 shooting. He hit 3 out of 6 from 3-point range. And one of the stories of this game was the Warriors had a very full-squad-looking evening from 3-point range. 46%, 13 of 28. The Warriors had 5 different players tonight hit multiple 3-pointers. Durant hit 3 of them. Quinn Cook hit three of them, Uh, and then you had uh, Clay Thompson as well uh, as Nick Young hitting a pair, and the big one is Draymond Green. Draymond Green hit a couple with supreme confidence tonight, a couple of shots that looked like Stephen Curry was taking them uh, from distance tonight as Draymond Green was able to knock down three of five from three. So once the Warriors were engaged, and there, there, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of defense early, but uh, some terrible turnovers early in this game for the Warriors, which allowed Phoenix to, to get off to the lead and, and carry it through on into the late part of the second quarter. Steve Kerr addressed, you heard during the network portion of the postgame show, uh, addressing the fact that it was an emotional night last night in Sacramento with Patrick McCaw taking that spill Late in the third quarter, the Warriors had to finish that game, ultimately getting a win, and they just looked not ready to play tonight at the beginning of things, whether it was the Easter Sunday holiday, whether it was the game being two hours earlier after a 7 o'clock game last night in Sacramento, the emotion of Patrick McCaw being taken off the floor at Golden 1 Center in Sacramento with uh, on a stretcher where initially saying that he, he couldn't he had, didn't have feeling in his legs uh, and we got good news on, on Pat McCall which we're going to get to later in the program uh, very good news regarding Pat McCall who was checked out and released from the hospital in Sacramento earlier this afternoon uh, you add all of that up playing a, a team that the Warriors have at different times you know beaten when they haven't played their best game in the Phoenix Suns and including the last time the Suns were in this building when the Warriors and Steve Curry allowed the players to coach themselves and the Warriors turned that game into a blowout uh, against the Phoenix Suns. So regardless, you add all of that up and the Warriors found themselves uh, trailing by 14 in, in what was an ugly 
ugly first, let's say, 20 minutes of this ball game, but the Warriors would turn it around late in the second quarter. As Steve Kerr mentioned, they decided to play, and they cut it right down to a one-point game before the half, and the Warriors still trailed in this one by one at the half. And then it was, again, a, a third quarter that we're very much used to seeing when the Warriors are, are at full strength. And they have Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson in the backcourt with Kevin Durant and Draymond Green on the front line, and it doesn't matter who the starting center is, although the Warriors did have a new starting center tonight. We'll get into what that means coming up here on Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security as well. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Quinn Cook, another hero for the Warriors in this game, as he continues to push toward making the playoff roster and making the Warriors make a decision that, frankly, they didn't want to have to make a couple of weeks ago and probably wish they weren't going to make or didn't have to make because it would mean Stephen Curry would still be healthy and playing basketball for them. But you look at it, and Quinn Cook is continuing to push the envelope as far as finding his way onto that playoff roster. 19 points tonight. He hit three three-pointers. He's 25 of 48. 25 of 48 in the last nine games from three-point range. So it looked initially like he was struggling with confidence. He had some good looks, but he was maybe a little tight. Uh, a lot of them were, were in and out uh, from distance. But but Quinn Cook's figured it out. He's found the range. Look, he's not going to be a perfect player night in, night out. But once he gets comfortable, and I think there's a reacclimation process for Quinn Cook. Like Quinn Cook was initially thrown in, and he was going to be playing a lot of minutes. And he had to get comfortable just being a regular NBA player. And they were, you know, Steve Kerr was telling him, "We need you to score. We need you to go out there and be Curry and be Clay Thompson," because those players were injured and not playing for the Warriors. And Quid Cook, he was out there and he was taking shots, but he wasn't knocking them down. But at some point, he got comfortable and it clicked. And he's a scorer. That's what he does. He was lighting up the G League and, and scoring at a high level. And he knows he can make shots. Once he got comfortable and shots started falling and he knew that he had a green light on this team, it just continued to flow for him. Uh, it continued to flow and now I think that the all-star players have returned, and you've got Clay Thompson back and Durant's back and Draymond Green's back. There's a reacclimation process now. His game almost has to fit into the box, into the context of playing with other stars. It's not just, hey, Quinn, go out there, and it's a free-for-all for you. You have an opportunity to to just take as many shots as you want. If they're falling, great. If they're not, great. He has to be a little bit more efficient, and I think efficiency was a key for the Warriors tonight in this game, shooting 53%, hitting 13 threes. They picked up the defense late in the second quarter. They put it on the Suns in the third quarter at 36-18, to uh, and it allowed them to wind up cruising to a 117-107 victory uh, over the Phoenix Suns. 8 at 8 It's Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. John Dickinson coming to you live from the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena. The Warriors uh, getting it done tonight for the 14th straight time against the Suns. Kavon Looney, a bit of a surprise. Starting at the center over both JaVale McGee and Zaza Pachulia tonight. Steve Kerr staying after the ball game. He wanted to see Looney with the other group, meaning Quinn Cook and the three All-Stars. He wanted to get a look at that five-man unit and then was quick to point out, as he always is quick to point out, that the Warriors are going to need all of their centers. Every guy's going to have to play a role for them in the playoffs, and I think you've seen that. There are some games that are better matchups for Zaza Pachulia, or although Zaza Pachulia, he didn't play 
last night against Sacramento at all, didn't play until the second half tonight, and only played about four or five minutes in the game against Milwaukee going back to Thursday. JaVale McGee has had times this year where he was starting uh, with the other four All-Stars and the Warriors were unbeatable. There were times where people were questioning whether or not JaVale McGee was going to be on the Warriors roster come the trade deadline because he was playing so little uh, for this team. So Steve Kerr always points out when he picks one center over a particular stretch that he's going to need the other centers uh, throughout the course of what's ever remaining in the season. And right now, you look at it with five games to go, and it's a situation where we're talking about the playoffs now. And the one thing that I've said regularly to Matt Steinmetz when I've popped on Warriors wrap-up with him coming out of the locker room and looking at the individual matchups against the Rockets when the Warriors have played them head-to-head, Kevon Looney played significant minutes in each of the games against the Houston Rockets this season. He played on opening night in the fourth quarter, and remember, it stunned everybody that he played so much on opening night against the Rockets because he was a player that, if you go back to the offseason in the Summer League, many wondered... Is he even going to be on the roster? But the Warriors had a place for him, and he's certainly been an effective player for him uh, and for this Warriors team uh, when he's been called upon. And one of the things I wondered, just because we've had the conversation so much on this program, was is Steve Kerr getting a look at Kevon Looney on a night where the Phoenix Suns start smaller and more athletic with more positionless-type players? Is he getting a look at Kevon Looney tonight, but it's almost a little bit of a sneak preview of getting a look at him with the other three All-Stars for the prospect of of giving him some starts come playoff time. Uh, 888-957-9570, Let's go ahead and hear from Steve Kerr because he explained uh, the thought process on Looney tonight and just exactly what he's going to need from that center position. We're going to need all our centers. Um, Every guy will play a role for us in the playoffs. And uh, it's not an easy role for, you know, Zaza, um, Javel, you know, Loon. I mean, they might start, they might not play. Um, And I've I've told them that. This is just the way our team is built and the way the playoffs are looking. Uh, We've got to match up, and we've got to be ready for different matchups. And a lot of our guys do really well against certain certain players out there, and uh, so they've all got to just stay ready. That's your coach's interview brought to you by Faria. Check out faria.com and discover a new way to sell your home that's completely free for sellers. So you hear it straight from Steve Kerr there. Uh, that, look, the Warriors have a number of different players at that center position that can do a number of different things, and he was getting a look at Kevon Looney, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if Kevon Looney started playoff games and started every game, let's say, of a series against the Houston Rockets if it comes down to that in the Western Conference Finals where Houston's the one and the Warriors are the two. Tonight was a nice night for Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell played well in his first half minutes. And Jordan Bell with, uh, what, 10 first half minutes. He had six boards. He actually made a 15-foot jumper. He had a block. He had a dunk. Uh, It just, uh, Jordan Bell was, his energy was apparent and impactful to the other players on the Warriors squad tonight. And I still maintain that Jordan Bell is actually going to develop into being a pretty solid offensive player. I think Jordan Bell is going to be someone that can finish cleverly around the rim at some point in terms of just making a layup. I think Jordan Bell is going to be somebody that's going to be able to knock down a 12- to 15-foot jumper. Maybe he can't extend it out to 17, 18. And I mean in the near term here. I'm not just saying about four or five years down the line. Now, in today's NBA, the question becomes, well, can he start to shoot a corner three? Can he take it out to deep? 
I'm going to back off on that one. I'm going to slow my roll on that one. Though I do think Jordan Bell, he shows more skill on the offensive end, or at least the potential to have some skill on the offensive end, more than I think he's even given credit for from time to time. I think he showed it tonight. He's just got to get a a little bit more comfortable with it. Uh, Hasn't been the best finisher for the Warriors uh, this year uh, unless he can dunk it. Uh, And a lot of the times he can't dunk it unless he's out in transition uh, ahead of the field. But Jordan Bell, he put uh, an imprint on the game when the Warriors turned things around late in that second quarter, and it translated on into the third quarter where the starters uh, and that group carried it out to a 36-18 to advantage uh, in that quarter and essentially ended the game. The Warriors with a 21-point lead early in the fourth quarter, and then Phoenix was able to come back a little bit in the fourth, but the game uh, at that point uh, was already decided. So so what do you think of Kevon Looney? I mean, JaVale McGee wins the popular vote. Any, anytime you put a poll up on Twitter or you throw it out at, on the phone line at 888-957-9570, who should the Warriors' starting center be come playoff time? And I think Steve Kerr, depending upon five or six different opponents, he might give you five or six different answers as to who his starter would be. But anytime you, you throw it out there as a poll, the popular vote typically goes to JaVale McGee uh, when you look at it. Uh, but I think Kevon Looney is somebody that, that he will not hesitate to start in key instances. And I think tonight could be a little bit of a preview of hey, if a certain team provides a certain look, and and the team that came to mind, just because I've talked about it with Steiny a lot, is the Houston Rockets. It would not surprise me at all if we wind up seeing a guy like Kevon Looney starting in a Western Conference Finals because he's played so much against the the Rockets in the three matchups, and and he just he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He he switches out. He Steve Kerr has alluded to the fact that he kind of engulfs other players defensively. He he's just solid. He he makes the right play. He makes the smart play. Uh, and again, when you have so much firepower on the floor for the Warriors, and you're starting to see a little bit more of the firepower with. Clay Thompson back and and Kevin Durant back and and looking like himself these last couple of games, whoever that fifth guy is, a lot of time just has to fill in the gaps. Be a rebounder. Be a defender. Make the right play. Just fit in. And at different points, you see why JaVale McGee's been successful with it. You see why Jordan Bell's been successful with it. You see why Kevon Looney has been successful with it. And even Zaza Pachulia, though he may not win the popular vote, if you put it out there to the fans, and he has been kind of the odd man out a little bit these last couple of games, you've seen the Warriors win an NBA championship with him as the starting center as well. So you get an idea of how the Warriors have to play and how each guy fits, but I'm telling you, Kevon Looney's a guy that I think is going to play very important minutes for the Warriors in the postseason, and if you look at those three matchups again head-to-head when the Rockets played the Warriors, if it does turn out to be that matchup coming up in the middle of May, then I think you could see a whole heck of a lot of Kevon Looney uh, on the floor uh, for the Warriors uh, in that type of scenario. 888 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Uh, we can hear from the fans uh, on the phone lines. That's brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers. Keep it real. Make it Nation's. Uh, we're also going to hear for, from Steve Kerr pregame. That's right. We're going to go back uh, to the pregame when Steve Kerr gave an update on everything that was going on with Patrick McCaw who was released from the hospital in Sacramento earlier today after that scary, scary fall uh, last night at the Golden 1 Center late in the third quarter. The Warriors win over the Sacramento Kings. But everything 24 hours later has been about as good as can be expected with respect to Patrick McCaw and, and his steps toward a recovery. Uh, from where it was. Just a scary, scary scene that I think had everybody that was in that building shaken from players to coaches to fans uh, to media members. Uh, Just 
hoping and, and wanting for the best for Patrick McCaw. So we'll get a, an update from a few hours ago before the ball game uh, from Steve Kerr as he provided that uh, on Patrick McCaw. Plenty of time for your phone calls. We'll also get uh, some sound from the locker room. We'll hear from Kevin Durant. We'll hear from Clay Thompson. Uh, as the Warriors get it done, 117-107, they beat the Phoenix Suns tonight at Oracle. This is Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security with John Dickinson on 95.7 The Game. Durant topside off a bell pick. He'll fire and hit a three. And all of a sudden, the Warriors can miss from distance. Durant crossover dribble, pulls up over house. The jumper's good. It's an almost unstoppable move that KD can make on the wing. Shot clock at two with one. Durant catches, launches, and hits a three from about 30 feet away. Ridiculous. He's going to be Kevin no matter what. I mean, the thing with him is he, he's got as much ability as anybody, pretty much anybody ever in the history of the game. I mean, he, this guy is so talented that um, you put him out there with Steph, great. You put him out there without Steph, great. I mean, he's still going to get any shot he wants and, and dominate a game. He almost had a triple-double tonight, and he's just uh, hes a really gifted player, and he can adapt to anything that he sees. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Coming to you live from the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena. John Dickinson with you. Warriors win it 117-107 to tonight over the Phoenix Suns. And the Warriors have won 14 straight against Phoenix. That's the longest active winning streak for the Warriors over any opponent. And the Warriors have also won 13 straight games against the Suns at Oracle Arena. It is the 16th time that the Warriors have overcome a 10-point or more deficit to get a win. Golden State's gone on to win by 10 or more after trailing by double digits 11 different times this season, and tonight applies for all of that. They were down 14 in the first half. They built a 21-point lead, and they did, in fact, hang on to win by double digits, 117-107 to 107, uh, over the Suns. Let's get to the phone lines, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. When we do, we hear from the fans, brought to you by Nations Giant Hamburgers. Keep it real, make it Nations, and we start with Galileo in San Jose on 95.7 The Game. Yes, yes. I'm just getting home from the game. I was really proud of Quinn Cook's reliability. He caught rhythm and hit a bunch of big shots. Yeah, he absolutely did. He continues to be a player that is pushing for a roster spot in the playoffs, and they're going to make the Warriors make a decision that I think they didn't really want to make, which is having to choose to, to cut somebody from the roster. Oh, for sure. And I hope it's not Cassidy. That's my boy, but uh, it's inevitable either him or Damian Jones. Yeah, and I don't think Galileo appreciate the phone call, man. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Damian Jones. Uh, look, Damian Jones is a second-year player. Damian Jones is somebody that the Warriors are still pretty high on, and he's somebody that needed to play in the G League because the Warriors have so many centers. I mean, look at Kevon Looney as an example for Damian Jones. You know, Kevon Looney wasn't healthy and and had a couple of years get lost to a point where. He was in a situation where you wondered if, if this guy was going to have a career with the Warriors or whether he was going to have to go somewhere else. Uh, but now you look at Kevon Looney and he's a contributor. So to, to write Damian Jones off and think the Warriors would give up on him at this point, uh, I think, frankly, is it's borderline ridiculous. <laughs> the Warriors are not going to cut uh, Damian Jones. Uh, and look, it's difficult to speculate about what exactly they're going to do and how exactly they're going to handle that roster spot because we're talking about somebody that's going to be out of a job if the Warriors wind up putting themselves in a in a position where they, they want to make that decision to add Cook to the roster. And look, Quinn Cook, without Stephen Curry, coupled with how well Quinn Cook has played, Quinn Cook's going to have to be on the roster. And you look at Omri Caspi uh, tonight, Sprained right ankle, it looked like he was going to play, maybe get some minutes, and, and he was held out or unable to play uh, again tonight. Uh, and you'd think with Patrick McCaw and, and the spine contusion 
Uh, McCaw is in a situation where you know they're not going to have him at least for the rest of this week, I would imagine. Uh, I mean, he's going to be reevaluated on Thursday, but uh, I, I wouldn't expect Pat McCaw to be playing by Saturday. I mean, it you know, or next Sunday in Phoenix. You know, he he may be able to come back uh, by the end of the the regular season, but at this point, I don't think you can expect it. His his personal health, his his livelihood, his life. You know how well. You know, he can live is the most important thing, first and foremost, getting him healed up. So you'd think that Omri Caspi would get uh, an opportunity to try and get some minutes in there uh, with him out, uh, but Caspi's been uh, unable to go. So you start to look at, well, who who's more useful? And unfortunately, all signs point toward that difficult decision having to come down to to probably be an Omri Caspi before the regular season ends because, look, if the Warriors were going to start the playoffs and not have Quinn Cook on the roster or not have Quinn Cook as their starting point guard in the first round, they wouldn't be starting him at point guard tonight with Kevon Looney and the other three All-Stars to get a look at how that lineup works. I mean, just bottom line, point blank. John Dickinson with you here. 95-7 95-7 the game. It's Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Warriors a win over the Phoenix Suns tonight, 117-107. to It's Golden State now with just five games to go in the regular season. Locked into that two-spot in the Western Conference playoff picture. And they'll be in Oklahoma City on Tuesday at Indiana on Thursday. Kind of an odd trip to close out the year with four of five on the road and then they'll be back home for their final home game of the regular season on Saturday. The New Orleans Pelicans are in at Oracle. It's the first of a back-to-back. The second night of the back-to-back, Warriors right back out on the road as they take on the Phoenix Suns one more time uh, this season. They didn't play the Suns hardly at all, and they're going to play them three times in the final three and a half weeks uh, of the regular season. They'll play them again next Sunday in Phoenix, and then they'll wrap up the regular season uh, by taking on the Utah Jazz on Tuesday, April 10th, and that's a game that the Jazz may need uh, for playoff positioning. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Warriors handle uh, what's going on as far as the standings go because the Warriors can can have an impact uh, on who finishes where if they decide to give a full night of rest, let's say, to a couple of All-Stars. But the Warriors are not in a position where they really want to give anybody a full night of rest because guys have had a lot of rest, at least in terms of the the All-Star players. Draymond Green just came back. Kevin Durant just came back. Klay Thompson just came back. You don't want to rest those guys. But without Caspi ready and without Patrick McCaw with the injury last night, uh, a guy that maybe you'd want to give a night off to is Sean Livingston. But Iguodala's out to boot, and you don't know if Iguodala's even going to play on Tuesday, Steve Kerr said, post-game. So when you're that shorthanded, you can't even really give Sean Livingston a night off, even if you'd like to give Sean Livingston uh, a, a night off. Uh, so we'll have to see how Steve Kerr manages it here down the stretch. I think momentum and building cohesiveness with the players that he does have and the players that are going to have to, to play a big role for him in the playoffs, I think that is more important for the Warriors right now than anything pertaining to trying to manipulate who winds up as their first-round opponent. I don't see the Warriors going into Oklahoma City and saying, you know what, we're going to punt this game because we want Oklahoma City to win and Oklahoma City by virtue of that win, to rise in the standings to a point where they wouldn't face the Golden State Warriors in the first round of the playoffs. I I just don't see the Warriors, frankly, doing that. I don't see the Warriors saying, well, we want to let the Jazz, we're going to let the Jazz win the last game of the year and rest everybody uh, if that's a game they need to rise in the standings to a point where maybe the Warriors avoid having to play them in the first round of the playoffs. I, I, I just don't see it. I, I absolutely don't see uh, the Warriors doing that. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. We'll hear from Kevin Durant. We'll hear from Quinn Cook. We'll hear from Kavon Looney uh, post game down in the press conference room. And we're also going to take a step back to the pregame 
when Steve Kerr met with everybody and Steve Kerr gave an update on what was going on with Patrick McCall. We'll look at the standings and could tonight be a possible preview of what we see as far as a starting lineup is in game one of the NBA playoffs? Or is last night a preview of what you're going to see in game one of the NBA playoffs with JaVale McGee as the Warriors starter? Tonight it was Kevon Looney with Quinn Cook as the point guard and, and Clay and Draymond and, uh, and obviously Kevin Durant. How would you start it? Does it depend on the matchup? We can take your phone calls on that. Uh, lots to get to as we're going to be with you here for the next half hour. It's Warriors wrap-up. It's presented by Arlo Smart Home Security with John Dickinson on 95.7 The Game. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. These uh, past two games, what, what's been the key in being able to still be efficient even with the bandage around the thumb and how's it feeling overall? Feels good. Um, the key was just, you know, staying in shape while I was out eight, eight games. And uh, it's hard because, you know, it's so fun to do it with the basketball, but when you're working out with that one, it's not that fun. But, um... You know, I, I had an angle in sight, and I was to come out, you know, not miss a beat. If you had to manage anything in terms of, like, pain threshold or any tinkering with your release or anything of that nature? No, not too much. I wouldn't be out there if it was painful, to be honest. You know, we uh, got the number two lock, got home court for at least the first two rounds. So I would not risk, you know, something detrimental if uh, it was still hurting. For uh, for your final five on the road, I think you have a back-to-back coming up. You mentioned you guys are already locked into your seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditionally, you'd probably rest on the stretch, but you are coming back. I mean, would you prefer to just play it all the way out, or what's your uh, thought process? Um, I expect to play. I mean, missed enough games this year, and uh, you know, I just want to keep a good rhythm. I do that by playing every night. And there, Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security from the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena. John Dickinson with you after the 117-107 win by the Warriors over the Suns. And it was a big night for Clay Thompson as he goes for 23 points after scoring 25 last night in his return in Sacramento. And he did it efficiently. 10 of 19, hit a couple of threes. Clay, one of five Warriors players to hit multiple three-pointers uh, in the ball game tonight uh, as the Warriors hit 13 of 28. And I think uh, that was the story of the night uh, after a slow start was the Warriors shooting extremely well, becoming engaged on both ends late in the second quarter, and then just dropping the hammer on the Phoenix Suns in the third quarter, 36-18. to 18. And Clay Thompson feeling good as you start to transition into the big picture with five games to go and then the playoffs. That's a very, very good sign. I mean, Clay, of all the Warriors players, you think Clay would be the one guy that would be most likely to just step right back in and have it not feel like he's even skipped a beat. Uh, and he's done exactly that in his first couple of games back uh, as he returns uh, from that broken hand. John Dickinson here in the Crown Royal Club at Oracle Arena. Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. 888-957-9570. Got a couple of different starting lineups these last two nights at the center position. The Warriors starting JaVale McGee last night and starting Kavon Looney tonight. And my question to you would be on the phone lines, which one of those is more likely to be the starting lineup for the Warriors come playoff time, come game one of the playoffs? Is it strictly a matchup? Because you could look at the way the Phoenix Suns start the game and Marquise Chris was playing center. If Marquise Chris is playing center, well, then you can have Kevon Looney play center and match up and, and play that way. And Kevon Looney played extremely well against the Suns a couple of weeks ago. Kevon Looney's a guy that, again, I, I've said it earlier on the show, I, I've said it throughout the course of the season, I think Kevon Looney's going to play a lot uh, against the Houston Rockets if those two teams wind up playing in a Western Conference final series. Last night, Sacramento Kings start Willie Cauley-Stein at the center position, uh, a longer player, a shot blocker, a guy that, you know, feels his offensive game and a similar body type to that of JaVale McGee. 
You look at that on paper and you go, okay, that makes sense. Sacramento starts with Willie Collinstein. We'll start JaVale McGee. Is it as simple as the matchup and playing the player and starting the player most similar in terms of body type or skill set to what the opposition rolls with? Or, or do you think there's a favorite at the position uh, that Steve Kerr has depending upon uh, who the Warriors play. We can get your thoughts on that as well at 888 We'll also update the standings for you here uh, coming up in the final segment of the program. There were a couple of critical games in the Western Conference playoff race. Four teams came into play today with 33 losses. And you always look at the loss column when you start to figure out the standings and who's going to go where and how many games are left because you can't – once you have a loss, you have a loss. You can't make that up. If you have a game in hand, you can make it up and you can get a win. But once you have a loss, uh, you dip down. And with the four teams that all had 33 losses in the 5, 6, 7, and 8 spots of the Western Conference playoff picture, they all played each other. They all played each other tonight. You had Minnesota and Utah playing each other. You had Oklahoma City and you had the Pelicans playing each other. So a couple of those teams dropped from 33 down to 34 losses, which now means, of course, they are in the 7 and 8 spots. And uh, that is where the Rockets and the Warriors, of course, would line up uh, in the first round of the Western Conference uh, playoff picture as well. All right, let's hear from the postgame press conference. Uh, Kavon Looney uh, getting the start tonight, and a guy that I think is going to play a big role for this team in the playoffs. Let, let's hear from Kavon Looney postgame uh, following the Warriors' win over the Phoenix Suns. Used to playing against guards and you know, going to walks. You got a lot of small guards that can quick, so I had to hold guys like that. So, uh, that helped me a lot. Uh, I was pretty good at it before, before my surgery, and after it took me a while to get it back, but I feel comfortable out there slamming feet and, and contesting the uh, guards. Who's the tallest guy you faced in Milwaukee? Like, I'm just curious because you – uh, I had a couple, a couple of 16s, 611s. Okay. Uh, yeah, a couple. Of, one was All-American. Went to uh, Maryland, Diamond Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of guys with UConn. So one, one, one night you're guarding like a guard, and another night you're guarding like yeah. a 16 guy. Like, that, do you think that helped you? Uh, yeah, yeah, it helped me a lot because uh, helped me my quickness, and then even uh, AAU playing is. Uh, I used to hold, hold the best player just because I was the best player on the team. Mm-hmm. So you got to take that matchup on. So uh, you got me, got me ready and uh, just don't take it on that challenge and uh, uh, I take a pride in defense. And how did how did uh, Rico help you this summer with that? What did he? I know he killed you, but what did he? Yeah. What did he do to? Uh, to what, did, what kind of? How did he help you defensively? Uh, helped me a lot, man. Just uh, getting me out there and playing against some of the best guys in the league and. Uh, even when the guys were there, we go in um, by ourselves. Some of the UCLA guys, some of his, some of his guys, we play full court three on three, full court one on one, and it's you versus him. So you got to learn to defend, or you won't get off, the, or you won't win. So uh, you, uh, you take pride in that. Rico's he's gonna be talk, talking this in your ear, so you don't want to hear him talking after that. So uh, Rico helped me a lot this summer. He really motivated me. He got me in good shape. And how'd you feel tonight? I felt pretty good. Back to back, it's tough. But uh, I, think, I think we played solid after we got, got ourselves together after the first half and made a run. And I think we uh, played solid today. What was it like for you to be in the starting lineup? Uh, it was cool. It was, it was fun. Uh, it was different. Uh, last game, a couple other games, how I started the shot, I started at the four. So I started to follow a little bit different. But uh, same responsibility. I uh, just want to bring that, that, that energy and that focus from the beginning and uh, try to make some plays. The last few weeks, what's it done for your confidence level out there, and just where do you feel like you're at as the playoffs get closer? Uh, it's done a, a great help for me. Uh, got 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 the better rhythm on just taking shots. I know when to be aggressive, know when to attack, and know when to uh, try to pick my spots. So uh, it's been a great help just getting out there, get some reps, and getting a lot of rhythm. Uh, I think everybody's got got more stress than each other, and know what they what they can do. So I think it's gonna help us in the long run. Kevon Looney post game in the Warriors locker room as he got the start tonight, played 24 minutes, was 2 of 5, a plus 10. So out there when a lot of good things were happening, had a couple of block shots, had a steal in this game tonight to go with four rebounds and five points. And Kevon Looney is just uh, hes a guy that's versatile. He's a guy that can defend multiple positions. He's a guy that just fits when he's playing with other supremely talented players and he fits without making a lot of mistakes which I think is something that Steve Kerr absolutely loves about Kevon Looney's game and and he brings 
another different dynamic to that center position. I mean, Zaza Pachulia is different from JaVale McGee, who is different from Jordan Bell, who is different from David West, who is different from Kavon Looney. I mean, you just go up and down that Warriors roster as far as the center position. And because they have four All-Stars and because they have two MVPs on their team – uh, in terms of guys that have actually taken home that hardware in their careers, Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant both doing that, because they have so much talent tied up in f- those four players, they have a luxury that other teams don't have, which is you can take that fifth position and you can divide it five or six different ways <laughs> in an attempt to try and find the right guy on the right night that's going to help you in conjunction with the other four players and, and help you get a win. And I think you're starting to see uh, on a night-in, night-out basis just how each and, and every one of those different players uh, can provide a spark and, and can be a, a nice fit. And, and Looney getting a, a look of Kevon Looney with those other guys, I, I just it's a little teaser, I think, for things to come uh, in the postseason for the Warriors. And the postseason now just about two weeks away. Wow, can you believe it? April 1st. And the NBA playoffs are going to start on April 14th, so less than two weeks away from now. If the Warriors get this thing started on a Saturday, though, I still believe they're probably going to wind up in this building two weeks from today uh, on a Sunday afternoon as they started it uh, actually on Easter Sunday last year against the Portland Trailblazers Easter a couple of weeks later uh, than it is this year. All right. You hear from Kevon Looney. We're going to hear from Quinn Cook post game. Another uh, big night for Quinn Cook. But before we do that... Let's get to our play of the game. Here's KD. Off a screen. Throws outside. Draymond. Deep three. Draymond from downtown. Ties the game at 56. And he gets the Warriors a two-for-one to boot. 23-9 run. Oracle is rocking. And Draymond Green hitting threes is always a good thing for the Golden State Warriors. And he knocked down three of them tonight, three of five from three-point range. And if he's just a threat from deep, just can knock down a couple of game, honestly, to a point where he doesn't turn the shot down, I think it makes the Warriors' offense that much more dynamic because he's such a uh, a playmaker uh, for this team. So that's your play of the game brought to you by American Express. Proud partners of the Golden State Warriors. It's Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security inside the Crown Royal Club at Oracle Arena. John Dickinson with you. Warriors win at 117-107 to over the Phoenix Suns. Green Golden event. State 56-21 and and five games to go, and the Warriors still have a shot at becoming the second team in NBA history to win 60 or more games for four consecutive seasons. The Showtime Lakers are the other team to do that. And the Warriors, uh, if they can win four of the last five, not going to be easy, although the Warriors are playing better these last two nights with with three All-Stars in the rotation as opposed to, well, zero, which is what they were dealing with uh, the previous games before that. Uh, The Warriors can maybe get four out of five. I know it's not the utmost of importance, but that would be another uh, nice feather in the cap uh, of a franchise that uh, had a long, long drought uh, of uh, only making the playoffs uh, going back pre-2013 one time. Of course, the the We Believe year uh, from 1994 uh, until 2007 and then uh, on into not making it again until the 2012-2013 campaign uh, when everything changed in the Bay Area. All right, Quinn Cook has changed a lot of things in the Bay Area, and he had a big night tonight, 34 minutes, 19 points, plus 24, continues to put his stamp on earning himself a spot on the Warriors' playoff roster and a a contract for the remainder of the season and maybe even beyond. Let's hear from Quinn Cook post-game following the Warriors' victory. What's it been like for for you uh, being in that starting lineup since since KD's come back, given your guys' history? It's fun. It's fun, obviously, to be on his team, um, to grow up with him, to be one of his closest friends, and, and to to live out our dreams, and to be on the same roster, to be on the same court. Uh, you know, for him to pass me the ball is just a dream come true um, for both of us. And 
Um, you know, he helps me out so much on and off the floor. And, uh, you know, I'm happy he's back. I'm happy Clay's back, Dre. Uh, they make everything you know, so, so much easier. So it's definitely a dream for me to be out there with Kevin. Quinn, on those lines, excuse me, on those lines, what, what's the chemistry like between you two just in terms of basketball these past two games? Me, me and Kevin? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, you know, he he has a great mind for the game. So, you know, he sees things, um, you know, two plays ahead. And then he, he sees how, you know, coverage is. He sees how the other team's defending them, defending myself, uh, everybody, how to defend the ball screens. And, um, he he always makes the right basketball play, and uh, you know, he makes the game so much easier for everybody because he can go out there and score 50 every night. But he, he he's all about getting guys rhythm, you know, get guys going because I know he knows that's going to make his job a lot easier. So uh, you know he always makes the right play, and that's why you know he's one of the greatest. Uh, Queen, what was your reaction when you heard Patty it was okay this morning? Oh, it was a, it was it was you know just a sigh of relief. Um, you know, obviously. You know, your teammate, um, you, you see him go down like that, uh, it's scary, man. It's scary. And, and Pat, you know, that's, I mean, that's, me and him are real, 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 real close, man. And, uh, you know, just praying for him. And uh, so happy that he, he he's good. You know, we talked to him earlier. He, he's in great spirits. And, uh, you know, it, it was just a sign, a sign of relief when I heard. Quinn, when you see an opposing player – uh, pull off a move like the kid did today where he throws the ball off the backboard, goes and gets it and dunks it. Does that move you at all? I mean, touch you and make you want to, you know, go at him? I knew the camera was right in front of our bench, so I didn't want to react. But <laughs> in my head, I mean, it was, it was a heck of a move. And then I told him, um, you know, in the third quarter, that was, that was a great move. But, uh, you know, that, it was just a great play, man. Great play by a great player, and uh, I didn't want to react though, because I didn't want to be that guy on on the bench, um, you know, reacting. You guys have used a lot of different starting lineups recently, but the one tonight maybe the one you guys use uh, a fair amount in the first round. What do you see as the strengths of this particular unit or team with KD leading the way? Um, everybody's ready. Everybody's ready. Um, everybody is is capable um, to step up and, and start and, and play minutes. Um, you know, I think everybody on the roster can do that. And uh, I think that's what makes this team, you know, so great is just the strength of numbers and, and everybody can complement our four all-stars. And, uh, you know, if, if, if guys have to play 40 minutes or two minutes, guys going to be professional, um, be ready and compete at a high level. And, uh, you know, so that's, that's really it, man, just guys staying ready and, and, and complement those guys. Quinn Cook stayed ready throughout the course of this season, and, and he's in a spot where I don't think anybody believed uh, he could be or would be or would need to be is probably a better way of putting it uh, as a guy that signs a, a two-way contract with the Warriors, but Stephen Curry finds himself in some injury trouble, and Quinn Cook, uh, because of not only Curry's injury but injuries to other players, had to play and had to play a lot and had to score a lot, had to be a focal point of the, the Warriors' offense uh, and you look at it, and, and he winds up working his way into a position where he's scoring 19, 20, 25, 30 points uh, in a couple of these games and setting himself up to be on the playoff roster uh, and maybe be a part of, of this Warriors team here for the next couple of years because he's looking like a guy that not only can play now but could be a, a possible rotation player for the Warriors. And anytime you can find a rotation player as somebody that was on a two-way deal uh, or a guy that's a, a second-round draft pick, you know, or a guy that's a late first-round pick, a second-round pick, a guy like Jordan Bell, you know, it, it's interesting because you know those players, at least for a couple of years, don't cost as much in terms of salary. And when you have as much salary as the Warriors have going out already, uh, and other guys coming up for max contracts in the next couple of years, every player you can find that is a find uh, just goes a long way toward keeping that dominance going, a la uh, the San Antonio Spurs and how they've been able to find guys for the last uh, nearly two decades. All right, let's hear from Kevin Durant, a postgame final 
a couple of minutes. Uh, Quinn Cook mentioned the versatility and the different lineups. Kevin Durant addressed that as well. Each game is different, you know, especially, um, you know, we got guys just, you know, Andre's out, Steph's out, guys stepping up in different roles, you know, Quinn playing the point guard, just leading us. Um, we're going to have to play different ways, and I think that's the beauty of our team, that we can play um, different styles. And, you know, we can slow it down, throw it in the post to D-West, myself, Sean, Draymond, or we can play fast pace with Clay, Nick, you know, Quinn, myself as well. So, you know, each game just calls for a different different style, and, um, you know, that's when you have a, a, deep, a deep team with a, a smart uh, coaching staff that knows how to kind of make adjustments. And that Warriors' different styles and ability to play different styles, that's going to be tested right off the bat, no matter who they play in the Western Conference, because you look at the Pelicans play a different style than the Jazz, who play a different style than the Timberwolves, who play a different style than the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, and then you start to look at the Blazers and Rockets and Spurs, who are at the top of the Western Conference along with the Warriors, and, and those teams all play very different styles as well. It was a big night in terms of the 5-8 through eight in the West as we wrap things up here on Warriors wrap-up on 95-7, the game with John Dickinson. Oklahoma City uh, won at New Orleans tonight, and the Oklahoma City Thunder won it 109-104. That coupled with the Utah Jazz 121-97 win at Minnesota uh, changed the standings in the West. You've got Oklahoma City now back up to five, a half game ahead of Utah, who is in sixth, and Minnesota and the Pelicans dip to 7-8. and eight. So if the playoffs started tomorrow, it would be the Rockets and the Pelicans. It would be the Golden State Warriors and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And San Antonio, Oklahoma City would be the 4-5 matchup, meaning they would be the second-round opponent for the Houston Rockets should the Rockets advance. So the Warriors may be getting a little bit of a benefit as far as that race goes. But stay tuned. Five, six games to go. A lot can change. All right, that's going to do it for me. I uh, want to thank uh, Lucas Alexander. want to thank Alex Scott. want to thank Tim Jordan for setting us up uh, out here at Oracle Arena in the Crown Royal Club. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. Uh, I'll be back uh, this week. Warriors' next game is against Oklahoma City. Uh, that is on Tuesday night. Warriors, get it done tonight, 117-107 on 95.7 The Game. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.